Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Warrior's Way podcast. I am James Eek, and this is episode 140, if you can believe that. <laughs> well, it's true, whether you believe it or not. Um, t- today, we are walking about and talking about, well, at least I am, something that I've been kind of talking about, well, at least the last couple of podcasts. And I thought that I would carry on in a similar vein. Um, If you're listening to this when the episode comes out, you'll know that we've been having a bit of a crazy summer with Lahaina burning and vanishing off of the face of the planet and Canada burning away in our worst wildfire season we've ever had. And Tons of other crazy things going on weather-wise, which, you know, shouldn't really be a surprise if you've been, you know, paying attention to life. People have been warning us about this type of thing for quite some time. And you may be thinking, well, what does that have to do with me in my little bubble? Or maybe you're one of those people that don't believe any of it, which is fine too. Stay hiding under your rock where you can you know, feel safe. (laughs) But for the rest of us on the planet, um, these are very real things. And we all not only can do something about it, but we should be doing something about it. And thankfully, if you're listening to this, that means you probably train, as I call it, or practice, or whatever you want to call it, to some degree, in whatever it is that you do. And it honestly, I don't think it actually matters what it is that you do, as long as you do train in some respect. And maybe I'll talk about that another time, but not today. So I'm just going to back up a little bit. I think that part of the problem that we're facing right now is that we all have kind of bought in to a personal view of ourselves and our world that has led us down the path that we're all living on right now where you know this climate crisis that we have and that is just going to get worse by the way um it created a big mess. Now, you could say, you know, well, what's to blame is, you know, capitalist consumerism. And, you know, just leave it at that. And that's a fair comment to make. But the reality is, is, you know, when we put labels on things and put it on a shelf and just say that's what's to blame, it takes the onus off of us. And... We live in well, what we would like to think is a fairly civilized and advanced time where, you know, science rules, which is great because, you know, there are lots of advancements that we've had thanks to science. But if I were to say to you, you know, like, truly, what are you? Most of us, you know, if we want to dig deep enough, we'd say, well, you know, I'm made of particles and, you know... I'm made of those things. And 
you know, most people just believe in that. They understand that, you know, they're made of all these different little pieces and it gets smaller and smaller. You know, you're made of your organs and then you break it down more and you're made of, you know, cells and then particles and yada, yada, yada. The problem being that if you take just that scientific viewpoint of what you are, it leads you to a kind of disassociated view that nothing really matters. It is kind of the prevalent view. It's this isolated view of who you are. It's that individualism. And that individualism is what is fueling most of the things that, you know, if we're honest with ourselves, that we, we have to fix. You know, you can, like I said, you can blame things on capitalism. You can blame things on consumerism. And that's all true. But if you ask yourself the so what of all of that, it leads you to another question, which is, well, why? Why do we have these strange views of things? And it's because we all have this kind of wired in scientific nihilist view that nothing really matters nothing really matters you know and I'm alive and someday I'm not going to be and that kind of allows us all to do things without thought if you catch my drift you enable yourself to make decisions that just make you happy right now that make you believe that you will never suffer that you don't suffer that you've never suffered maybe even that you just have a a life that is defined by you know whatever it is your job your family your the things that you think in your own little bubble make you happy But as we found out during, well, the beginning of COVID, when, you know, people at six o'clock at night would go out on their decks and bang pots and pans so the healthcare workers knew that we were with them. This is back before the days, of course, when, you know, the crazy other viewpoint took over and then people became afraid to say anything. But we were in a time and a place for a moment where people cared about each other, where we understood that we're all in this together, where there was a joining together. And I don't know about you, but it gave me a feeling of hope that we were actually headed to something new and something better. You know, when you were in the city that I live in, we were having, you know, a bunch of wild animals coming into the downtown and it was a very different time if you can remember the thing is is we need more of that we need to understand that the scientific view is very important don't get me wrong but the resulting answer to all of that is not to be less 
but to be more, to understand that we are all just one big whole, that we're all connected, that we are all a piece of each other. And I mean that in a lot more ways than one. Sometime when somebody is trying to tell you something that makes them very, very happy or very, very sad, try to act completely poker-faced, ambivalent about what they're telling you. And I can guarantee you're going to find that extremely difficult to do. You're going to understand that you actually feel the emotions of other people. And it might be a crazy experience for you too because if you can actually feel the emotions of other people and you can't control that feeling, that weird energetic communication it's going to be a bit of a life changing thing I think and if that's the case then what else are you connected with and I think you need to think long and hard about that and what does this have to do with training well everything it has everything to do with training because the reality is, is people don't know how to handle or accept their own suffering. So how can we expect them to be more? How can we expect them to see the suffering that is around them and to want to change that? What we need to do is make our training actually about e- eliminating the suffering in others. In Buddhism, there are beings called bodhisattvas. I think I mentioned them before. And they are, I'll just say, individuals who have dedicated their lives and potentially future lives to making sure that all other beings are enlightened before they will ever be. To alleviate the suffering of this world as much as possible and that's a a big shopping list of things that you need to try to accomplish in your life if you can imagine and I think that that way of seeing your training that it's about other people not about you that it's about trying to make this world better by the efforts that you are doing by you having an expanded view of what training means and what you are and what you yourself can do in this world. It's honestly, it's probably the most important thing that we can do at this time that we find ourselves in. I truly believe that if we can learn to transform ourselves, that we can transform the world. Every little thing that you do changes everything so when you make your life about being kind about not putting down others about trying in your little bit to make the world a better place of course that makes a difference i sometimes have people that'll tell me that you know they uh don't think that we should be for example the martial arts crowd that 
you know, I think that my martial art is just fine how it is and I don't need to put any more into it. I don't need to add compassion into it. I don't need to try to, you know, alleviate suffering. I just need to focus on learning the pattern. I need to focus on learning how to do the most powerful kicks I can. And, well, that's okay. (laughs) It's perfectly fine and, you know, you're fully granted that ability to do that in this life. But how long are you going to do that? Are you going to be doing that when you're 95 years old? And probably you will have long since quit. <laughs> what you need to be doing in your, your training, whether it is martial arts or it's yoga or it's meditation, is you need to make it actually not about you. And the only aspect that is about you needs to be about being a better you, a fuller you, a more engaged you, a you that understands that we are all connected, a you that understands that when you're on the mats, your job is to help others first, that your being there and showing up is actually for others, not about you. And that takes a different way of doing things. It takes a different way of seeing things. It also means that, you know, that coveted belt that you're, you know, just jonesing to get around your waist. It actually doesn't matter. It's just a commodity. And commodities, that's not what we need. You want more consumerism or less? You want more, more, more? (laughs) Or do you have enough? These are big questions, but we're in a time that we have to be asking big questions and looking for not just big answers, but simple answers. Like I've said before, it it may start with when you're walking, watch where you're walking. I was walking the other day and I turned around a corner and I noticed a bunch of snails that had all been stepped on and I'm thinking to myself okay I can see someone stepping on one snail but the first one you snap step on don't you think you'd look at the ground and be like oh geez look out (laughs) because we can live a life that is ambivalent to everything that goes on around us we can live a life that we don't care about the suffering of others we can live a life that is all about us Or we can start to live a life that is about compassion and loving kindness and helping. Helping the people that are around you, helping your friends, helping the people you don't know, helping the things that need help. Avoiding the snails. So, something to think about. And I know it's maybe a lot to think about, but I think it's a start. And if we can all do our little part to make this world a better place through just the simple fact that you are training, that you are doing the work, that you are actually actively trying to be better, then we'll get somewhere far better than we are now. So those are my thoughts today. A bit of a different podcast maybe, or maybe exactly what we need. Just think about it. And next time that you are doing your thing, 
think about how it could be used for helping this world and learning to cultivate the discipline required to live a better, more engaged life. If you get a second, please give this podcast five gold stars. Check out the website, warriorsway.ca. Drop me a line. Let me know how things are. If you like things that I'm doing, if you want to see more of it. And be kind. Until next time, train hard, have fun, be a good friend. Thanks a lot.